So here are a couple headlines from this week. New York fans threw their $16 shake cups at Cleveland Guardian outfielders in a game earlier this week. There hadn't been that much overpriced garbage on the field since the top of that inning when the Bronx Bummers took the field. In Minnesota, a woman glued her hand to a basketball court to shed light on the fact that Timberwolves owner's agricultural business killed millions of chickens to eliminate the risk of avian flu. Because that's the way to drive a point home for animal rights is by using a product that contains sea biscuits ground up horse hooves. The NBA hasn't seen someone fighting the fight the spread efforts since Rudy Gobert thought it was funny to touch everything in sight while having COVID in the early days of the pandemic. And finally, Baker Mayfield took a break from wandering aimlessly around Cleveland Browns Stadium to have his statue unveiled in Oklahoma. Unfortunately, it looks like the villain from Terminator 2. You remember that guy who could turn himself into a liquid? It's kind of an honest mistake considering both of them melt down when they get in a tight spot. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric. John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in. You know what it is by now. It's Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. We're near full strength, and we will be soon. John is joining us late today. I won't hold it against him. When you look like that, you tend to run late on a Friday night. But let's focus on who is here. We've got the coach down there in the Panhandle State. I got Chris to my right, making sure the Pistons are firing. I'll be honest, boys, I did not do a ton of prep for this one. We're talking NFL draft and barbecued meats today. That episode writes itself. Before I go off on a tangent singing the praises of dry rub sauces and the official smells of summer, let's welcome our guest. We have our new best friend, Greg Fisher, on the show today. He is one half of Burn Pit Barbecue in Racine, Wisconsin, along with his partner, Ben. Greg, we heard about you guys through mutual friends, and then when I checked out your website, I said, well, this is perfect. Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Hey, we love having you. You got by far the best backdrop I think I've seen so far. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) Burn Pit checked all the boxes for me. It's a local business, veteran owned. You're making uh, rubs, spices and the like. Plus, you're giving back and helping the community and the veterans. Uh, It's just the kind of thing we want to hitch our wagon to. So what what inspired you to start this up? Like, you guys have, I've been watching your videos on Instagram, drooling over that stuff. And I see you have blogs too. My favorite blog is the one entitled, I quit my job. So <laughs> walk us through, walk us through you and Ben sitting down and saying, Hey, we we're pretty good at this. We should start something up to, I quit my job today. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a long story. I'll try and sum it up here real fast. Um, so, you know, I, I joined the Marine Corps out of high school. I served the Marine Corps for four years. And then when I came back to Wisconsin, uh, I got my degree and I went into the corporate world. Um, so during my time in the corporate world, I, I worked my way up the corporate ladder. At the same time, I was hon- honing my skills in the backyard uh, with my grill and my smoker. Um, and, you know, I got to a point in my my career where I just wasn't happy anymore. And, you know, during the pandemic, I was working from home a lot, um, couldn't go anywhere, just sitting behind a desk. And I said, there's got to be something better than this. Uh, so I made the decision after a lot of uh, long talks with my spouse that, hey, I want to try out this barbecue thing. We're pretty good at it. And we think that we could help a lot of new grillers and barbecuers that might be just starting out because of the pandemic because they can't go to their favorite restaurant. Um, so 
August of 2020, I quit my job and uh, I launched Burn Pit BBQ with my best friend, and we've been doing it ever since. Outstanding, outstanding. Awesome. Yeah, people really reinvented themselves throughout the throughout the pandemic. I think we got locked inside, yeah. and we thought, you know, I don't really love what I'm doing. And I mean, this is right. the American dream. You're barbecuing for a living now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's awesome. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I can't complain right now. <laughs> So, um, we talked a little bit before the show, you said you have three kids. So when you talk to your spouse about this, um, was she totally on board? Did you have to sell her on it a little bit? Um, how did that go? Um, well, I mean, uh, so she knew I was unhappy. Um, she knew I wasn't, um, you know, really kind of engaged with what I was doing anymore. And, uh, you know, through some honest conversations, she, she was actually the one that kind of encouraged me, um, cause she had a similar point in her career a few years before. And, uh, I encouraged her, Hey, if you're not happy, you know, make a shift and we'll make it work. And she kind of echoed those same words back to me. Um, so it was, is very much a mutual decision, um, uh, because we do have three young boys that tend to, uh, make their way into the emergency room quite a bit. And uh, I was yeah. the uh, insurance provider at that time. So, uh, but after doing some research and stuff, we figured out, uh, you know, it wasn't as bad as, you know, we, we had built up in our head and we could make it work. <laughs> I had a, I had a punch card when I was younger at the emergency room. I always had a, had a fish hook sticking somewhere. I fell off a bike. Sounds yeah. like you married the right woman. Um, you guys work <laughs> as a team, super supportive. What kind of products do you make? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for us, it's important uh, that we uh, we created some all natural products um, here in Wisconsin. So we have all purpose seasonings. Uh, we have more of your traditional barbecue type rubs as well, and then we have sauces, and uh, we have a few hot sauces as well. I'm not as well versed in these rubs and sauces as you, Coach. So I'm not going to have as good of questions as you. Do you want to inquire about these rubs and sauces before I ask a dumb question? No, there's there's no dumb questions when it comes to barbecue, my <laughs> man. If we're talking barbecue, yeah. we can we can get it out there. I'm I, I let let me just say, man, you we're talking the real life American dream. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. Hearing that <laughs> story, uh, uh, a United States Marine goes into the corporate world, says this is this yeah. is complete horseshit. I'm not doing this anymore. Comes <laughs> home, tells his old lady and three kids, here's the deal. <laughs> got a new venture, got a new plan. We're going a different direction. Starting a barbecue pit company, which to me just is it, it just is amazing in itself. And 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 then you put this to work. And I'm looking at your website here, looking at all this stuff, thinking, cheese and rice. This guy is. Yeah, I'm, Did I mean, you see you, those chicken cordons? This is amazing. <laughs> this is how have I not seen this yet? And why am I not all over? I, I can tell you. This is in the mail to me today. This is happening. I appreciate that. I appreciate cart- that. I've loaded up a cart full of stuff, and I promise you I will be on here reviewing that shortly because uh, I'm, I'm just looking at the stuff here, the rubs you got, uh, the Fire First Effect Sweet Heat Barbecue Rub. T- tell me a little bit yeah. about that. That catches my eye right off the bat. Yeah, that's one of our top sellers. So, um, damn right, you know, that's is. my go-to. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> as you as you mentioned. You know, it, it's called Fire for Effect. All of our products have military themed names. I love. Uh, that. We wanted to carry that through. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the Fire for Effect Sweet Heat. Um, I love that on, on pork. So that's my go-to for my ribs. That's my go-to for like my pork shoulders. Um, it's got a subtle sweetness uh, up front, and then just a little bit of a kick at the back end uh, that'll keep you coming back for a little bit more. Man, I, I couldn't be on a 900 call and be more excited than I am right now. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'll, I I will say that uh, when we give out samples, um, you know, people uh, they'll walk away from our booth and they'll come back a minute later, like it just hit me and I love it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> oh well, and then you know, I'm looking here. You got the All American Bundle. Uh, you got the Patriot Pack, which automatically sells itself. Uh, the Patriot <laughs> yeah. Pack here, and I think that's that's what I'm thinking about going with here. Um, I do a lot. Listen, I'll tell you, I'm I'm Bush League at my house. Uh, well, I've got so much going on that, that, that I've got the, uh, you're pretty much your, your level one, uh, propane, uh, not even a propane. It's uh level one, uh, gas you know, propane tank, uh, uh sure. grill. And I throw a mm-hmm. lot of meat on the grill. I like to, I like to, yeah. I like to cook a lot. We do a, a semi keto deal here trying to you know because sure. because we go off the rails and eat stuff that's bad for us a lot so we have to get back <laughs> on the keto train here and yeah. so uh meat and salad's pretty much the green light on that so i i grill a lot of meat <laughs> on my on, on the grill out here um good good so what what my question and i was going to ask you uh we actually touched in this earlier being from milwaukee you know barbecue is regional you know, you've got your right. North Carolina, which is more of a vinegar sauce, more of a more more of a spice, and then and then here in Oklahoma, we have the of course we, they call it Texas barbecue, but I'd never call it that out loud. But it's Texas barbecue, <laughs> and it's more sweetness to it. So tell me on your rubs and the things that you have going on. Tell me, is what region, what flavors regionally are you bringing to the table when I order some of these rubs and sauces? Yeah, no, that's a great question, and you know. Wisconsin is really not known for its barbecue just yet. We hope to change that a little bit. Um, but I would say our sauces are more of a vinegar base, so it's a little bit thinner. Uh, something that you're probably going to see um, when you go out to like the Carolinas. Um, our rubs and our seasonings are a little bit more, I'd say, Memphis style. So you're going to have some good herbs and spices in there. Um, you're going to have some good salt, some sugar, a little bit of sugar in there. So I'd say it's a combination of a lot of different places, um, but still a little bit unique to kind of you know, the Midwest here. Now being in Wisconsin, you're not really committed to a region. Does that sort of open up a lot more avenues to you? You can do basically any style you want. Yeah. I mean, we can pull inspiration from, like I said, like a lot of different areas, not, and not only here in the States, but when we look to our European partners, we look to our partners in Australia oh. and in Brazil and places like that. I mean, there's a lot of different flavor profiles that we could look to. Um, and we're not just uh, stuck to on, you know, this is our style in Wisconsin um, because we're still trying to find ourselves, I'd say. That is awesome. I got a couple questions. Yeah, go, yeah, go for it. So I, since I moved up here, not to knock Wisconsin, but coming from Oklahoma where there's a barbecue joint on yeah, every corner, yeah. like a Culver's here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're not like, they're not like franchise. These are like mom and pops. Yep. They smoke the, They got the smokers out back. That's, there's not a lot of that here. And I haven't found a barbecue place that just, I was like, that's my spot. Yeah. I, I just haven't found one here really in Wisconsin yet, except for my house. Sure. Right. Cause I'll, sm- I smoke my own meat. But I had no idea about Burn Pit. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna we're gonna try the Patriot Pack and we're gonna roll with that this summer and see how we, we go. Question though for yeah. you: Are you do you sell a lot locally? And if you do, 
are you, do you do classes or are you helping people? Do you have websites that help people learn how to smoke? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, great questions. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Wisconsin is still trying to find itself in the whole barbecue smoking scene. Um, so there's a few places that we know of, like you, you mentioned, that are kind of the smaller mom and pop that uh, aren't well known because, you know, obviously they aren't uh, everywhere. Um, so like smoke on the water on um, Okachi Lake out oh, there is a, a the place pen. that I'm familiar with. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a few, there's a few of those places, um, that are out there. Um, but as far as for how how we help people, that's kind of one of the main reasons we started was, um, we, we saw during the pandemic, more people were grilling from home. They're buying grilling equipment. They're buying new smokers. Um, so our motto is learn from our mistakes. Uh, we want to make sure that, uh, we help people through that and maybe make less mistakes that we did when we first started. So we started a blog initially. Um, so we can go out to our website, burnpitbbq.com and, and look through some of those blogs and recipes. Uh, we give tips as well. Um, and then on social media, we share a lot of our recipes and tips out there too on our Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then we started a podcast earl- earlier this year called Grilling to Get Away, uh, where we break it down um, by cuts of meat, by you know tips and, and things like that. So people can, it's just another way to, to share what we've learned um, with the people that might follow us. Yeah, I was looking through some of those, the grilling to get away. I saw a bunch of those, some tutorials. That makes you really relatable. And it seems like it's a real priority for you to be intertwined with the community, talking to these people, helping these people uh, learn how to grill. And then, you know, by extension, buy your products. What kind of things do you guys do within the community? I saw you have a backyard barbecue competition that in September, we're definitely going to be at that. Um, <laughs> well, appreciate that. Yeah. What? There's a competition. Um, yeah. What, so what kind uh, of things we got yeah. going on? Yeah. It, you know, being a veteran owned company, we, it, part of our mission is to con- continue to give back locally to other veterans. So um, throughout 2021, <laughs> each month we picked a new nonprofit organization that we donated a portion of sales to. And that we, we also do fundraisers for, um, so we donated over $7,500 to local veteran organizations in 2021. Um, and then as, as a way to celebrate kind of what we do, um, we do an amateur backyard barbecue style competition uh, where we pick an organization to uh, raise money for. It's a great way for amateurs to get out, whether you know it's your first time competing. There, you know, there's no pro teams allowed. It's all backyard guys and gals that just want to get out, raise some money for an organization, and have some fun. Um, so we definitely don't. You know, we're not the competition guys, even though we might put on a competition. Uh, but it, you know, we we don't uh, we don't go out, we don't compete at all these sanctioned events or anything like that. You know, we're the backyard guys um, that just like to have a little bit of fun and help people on that journey if they're going to go through it as well. I saw some of the photos. These people are taking their grilling seriously. We sort of have, I think we have a similar approach to these guys. You're sort of the everyman barbecue company. Coach, I see the wheels turning over there. You're thinking about this competition. (laughs) I can't even hardly sit still. This guy, we've had 472 guests on this show. And let me just tell you, you're by far and away my favorite guest because I can't even sit here still. I've got so much things going this guy is every American. Matter of fact, every time Thank he comes you. on the show from now on, we're going to play the Hulk Hogan theme because this guy <laughs> is our, I mean, this is yeah. our people here. This, what you're doing That's is awesome. amazing. You got you, man, you got a, a, a grassroots thing going on as far as for, for the people, which is, we can, we can get into. And, uh, 
I'm, I'm looking at your stuff here. Now, now my question is this. So you come home, you tell, you tell your wife, this is, this is the route we're going. Or, okay. Is there some mad science lab in your garage where you're putting this together and okay, try this now, try this now, drink this. What do you think? Yeah. Uh, what, I mean, what, yeah. what do you, what do you got going on? And when, how does that process work as far as developing new products with, with you and your buddy? Yeah. So, you know, this started, you know, before, you know, a few years before we even launched the business, um, we would give away like our rubs and sauces as gifts, you know, to our family and friends, um, you know, for holidays and birthdays and things like that. And we got a lot of great feedback. And as we continued to try new things and test new things out, that was really the essence of why we decided to launch this. So like, you know, we wanted to do something that we were passionate about, which is barbecuing and grilling. Um, we didn't know how we were going to make money at first. Uh, but then we were like, Hey, why don't we try selling some of, you know, the, the rubs and sauces. And that kind of took off from there. Uh, but it's a continued evolution of always testing out what's, you know, what are other companies doing? We buy a lot of our competitors stuff to see what they're doing, what ingredients they're using. Um, and then we, we are always, yeah, we're always looking for feedback. So anytime before we launch a new product, you know, we'll pass it out to a bunch of people and say, Hey, what do you think? What do you think about this? Uh, which flavor do you like the best? And uh, it's a very much a community aspect to what we do with our family and our friends. So they get to taste it before we probably launch something first. And uh, that's kind of how we develop our, our products. Um, and that's what we'll probably continue to do. Boy, I can relate is awesome. to that. We're not sure how we're going to make money yet, but we do love it and we know we're going to be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so you let the you yeah, let, yeah you let the family and the friends try the new stuff before you put it out to the public. So say it's just a Wednesday night. I mean, you've had a long day. You don't really feel like cooking. Can you ever mail it in on dinner, or do you got to bring something every <laughs> bring night? Bring your A game every day. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah that's the funny piece too is that um, my um, my spouse, my wife, um, she's very much uh, more of a plant based. Um, uh, diet. So it's a mix, right? So she'll cook a few days. I'll cook a few days. So we're not having meat every single night. Um, but we are using our, our sauces and our rubs and stuff just about every day because our stuff is pretty much good on anything, whether it's meat or not. So, um, it works out that way, but no, I, we split the cooking duty for the most part, but you know, usually on the weekends when I have a lot of time to smoke and you know, I'm usually the ones cooking, uh, cooking meals, uh, for the family. Boy, you and the missus are like the dream team over there. <laughs> uh, we try we try so i want to hear a little bit about your buddy ben how long have you been friends with this yeah. guy uh how'd you meet and how did you know he was the mm -hmm. one you wanted to go on this venture with <laughs> yeah so it's it's a pretty good story so i got out of the marine corps and i came back home to wisconsin and uh, i had played soccer my entire life and then uh, I went back to walk on to the University of Wisconsin Parkside and play soccer there. Is there anything? And he this was guy a freshman at that. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Um, no, I'm just not, I'm just too you know stubborn to you know quit. But so I, I went. I walked on, and he was a freshman. I was a freshman, even though I was four years older than him. Um, but he didn't take any of my crap. So like he he was dishing out to me, and I was like, all right, I could connect with this guy. Yeah. And um, so we hit it. We hit it off pretty well there. And. Uh, developed a quick friendship and we, you know, went to school, played soccer together. And then eventually we, you know, I bought my first home here in Racine and he bought a home right down the block. Uh, so uh, it kind of worked out that way where we were in the backyard kind of working together and, and barbecuing and grilling. He was the first person I told, I was like, Hey man, I'm looking to quit my job. You want to start a business with me? He said, hell yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> no hesitation on his part, huh? 
That's awesome. Yeah. All right, on your Instagram post, Greg, is that you guys cooking or is that people sending that to you? Which one is that? I just scroll them all the time and it's usually, you got all kinds of yeah. meat on there. I was like, are these guys cooking every day like this or yeah, is that people? Most of that's our, our stuff, but we do have um, a lot of oh, our followers that like to uh, send us pictures and stuff. So yeah, we try and post and promote them as well. Uh, if they send us stuff, we'll probably share it. But for the most part, that's most of our stuff. This first annual backyard barbecue competition, I see a guy holding up the championship belt. How did that, I mean, yeah. how many, how many guys you have in that thing? Yeah, so we had, uh, this was our first year, so we didn't know what to expect. And we had an awesome partner uh, in Jack Daniels as well as Explorium Brew Pub here. That's what I'm talking um, about. It, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> they were all about it, and they helped us with promotion and, and stuff. But we had, I think it was 17 teams sign up for the first year, um, and we pretty much took over this uh, mall like it's in front of a mall, but we took over the parking lot and the sidewalk and we had teams lined up all over the place right next to the pub. And, uh, you know, they were out there smoking meats all day. Uh, we did a competition for ribs and tri-tip and, uh, the, we had a championship belt cash prize for the winner. And, uh, you know, he happened to win best tri-tip best ribs. And he took home that championship belt. I know he's going to be back this year defending it. So, uh, but we hope to have at least 20 teams this year. Again, we're going to be raising money uh, for a local veteran organization. So, uh, but there'll be prizes. There'll be a band. You got, we got, it's going to be a lot bigger this year. So we're excited. That about is it. awesome. Oh, that that's going to, I'm, I'm, I'm all <laughs> yeah. over that. It's in September. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, Labor Day weekend. Yeah, oh, yeah Chris man, has his eyes phenomenal. on that belt right now. I can see Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have another belt out there. We'll have some more cash prizes. Yeah. Man. It's already over. <laughs> I, yeah, I, so I, and it's then Patriot over. Sports will donate our winnings to another charity, and we'll just stack good on top of good. <laughs> so help me out here, man. Uh, as a as a barbecue uh, barbecue pit aficionado, help me out here with – uh, I'm I'm about to truck it up up the street here, and I'm gonna buy a, a a pretty nice cut of meat to serve my family tonight. I've got this this Patriot pack in the mail because it's on sale, and it and it jumped off into my cart without even me realizing it. And uh, let me just tell you the what you're charging for that is a bargain at twice the price. So I, I need it, and it's on my way. So what do I do to put on a gourmet meal for my family tonight? What what kind of meat would you recommend? And tell me, give me give me a, a one a quick one two three on my little gas grill out here. Yeah, if we're using the gas grill, I would say, uh, and you're going down to your local butcher shop or, or something like that. Uh, if they have some tomahawk steaks, I'd say grab some of those bad boys. Um, if not, looking for a good ribeye uh, with some some good marbling on there. Uh, but really, if you get a good cut of meat. You know, I'd like to say we have really good seasonings, but, you know, let the meat speak for itself. Um, so put a little bit of olive oil on there. You know, I usually put our ground pounder, our garlic seasoning. It's got garlic, salt, pepper. That's pretty much all you need if you got a good cut of meat, like a steak or something like that. Um, depending on the size, you know, you're getting up to high heat. So using your your propane, your your gas grill, I'd say, you know, get it up to 400, 450. And then, you know, sear it off real nice a few minutes per side, depending on how, how you like your, your steaks, um, and then kind of go from there. But uh, I, I like a good medium rare. So, you know, you're looking maybe 130, 135. Um, but depending on how you like it, you can let, let it go a little bit longer, too. No, I'm 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 a I'm a medium rare cat, and and let me just tell you, you're you're speaking my language right there. I get a, I get a little nervous with the tomahawks because let me just tell you, 
I get there, I look at them, you know, we, we, we're, we're eyeing each other, thinking about going ahead and taking it to the next <laughs> level, but the cost of them are so high, I'm afraid if yeah. I come home and botch that, I would just literally <laughs> want to jump off a bridge because of how much they cost, and, and a botch steak to mm. me is, is, is just like, uh, I mean, it, that, that is all my nightmares coming to reality. So, but uh, yeah. if I'm going to go barbecue now, if I'm going with a nice uh, mm. set of ribs or maybe, you know, I'm a fan of the country ribs here. we got country ribs because okay. they're affordable. They're, 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 yeah. they're the yeah. poor man's ribs, essentially, and they got no bone in them, <laughs> but they come with a lot of fat. Yeah. So if I was to, mm. to, to get a nice pack of country ribs and I, you know, you mm. think that the, the sweet heat to them and then a little bit on both sides. Yeah. 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 So for, for country style ribs, yeah, you're exactly right. Um, they're, they are quite a bit cheaper right now. Um, I would say, um, the sweet heat definitely like if you like it, use a binder, you can, you put a little bit of mustard on there, yellow mustard, oh. you know, put the sweet heat on there. And then, yeah, you, you know, and those That's are, those are, you know, those are really versatile. Yeah. You could, you, you could throw them in the crock pot if you wanted to a little bit longer, but if you're looking to throw them on the grill or a smoker indirect really. And so you, you, you crank your propane up on one side, you know, get the inside to about 250, let them go for a while and then crisp them up at the end. Uh, but then put a little sauce on them and, you know, serve them up, man. Oh, I'll tell I you, can- I, this is this is great. This has been one of the greatest shows. This has turned my whole day around. I can't wait to <laughs> yeah. get down there and buy. I'm, I'll stand in the meat section for 20, 30 minutes just looking at the different cuts, trying to figure out what I can get that's going to taste great and not botch and make cost me a million on a failed experiment. But I'm yeah yeah I'm excited. That's awesome. So I. I can really respect this guy because he's telling us he's, he could have said, you know, you're going to want some pop smoke. You're going to want some fire. No, you want to load that thing up with this. He's not pushing his products. He said, and I quote, let the meat speak for itself. (laughs) That's That's a guy that knows what he's talking about. You getting a good meal. He doesn't care about selling his products. He knows you're going to buy his products. They're superior. He's caring about telling you how to prepare meat. I love it. Yeah, you know, and talk to you, you know, we, we like to work with our local butchers. So you, you go into your local butcher shop, you know, you talk to them and, and see what they have to recommend as well, because they might have something that you're not even thinking about. Like, hey, I got this just in. Um, how, do, how do I prepare this? And that they'll let you know exactly what you need to do. So uh, we like to promote those guys and those gals that, you know, work at the local butcher shops because they have a lot of knowledge and uh, they'll, they'll usually steer you in the right direction. Do you, are you a brisket guy, oh. Greg? Do you do a lot of brisket? <laughs> Uh, I, I will say I, I do some, um, it's been a while since I did a brisket, um, you know, up here it's at least in Wisconsin, uh, they're still pretty expensive. I do have one sitting in my freezer right now that I'm looking to get out, but you can occasionally find like a nice little brick, uh, like a five pound flat, uh, or point, you know, somewhere at the local markets. But yeah, I usually have to request that if you go into the butcher shop. So I don't say I'm an expert on it, but I've done a few. Do you inject, are you guys an injectable guy? Do you guys sell injectables? Yeah. So we don't sell anything, um, that you would traditionally find like on the market for injectables. Um, I will say like when we do our tri tips and stuff, yeah, definitely. Um, we'll definitely inject there. Um, you know, maybe some beef stock and some other things we put together, but, uh, we're not against it, but, um, I'd say like for my briskets and stuff, I usually don't inject those. Like, again, like I'm keeping it pretty basic, a lot of salt, a lot of coarse black pepper. Um, again, you know, letting it go, let, letting the meat and the, and the smoke do the work for you, um, low and slow for a long time. And, and it usually comes out pretty juicy without having to put anything in there. Low and slow. You, 
you can't mess around with low and slow. You like an egg, uh, those the green egg smokers for brisket. Those are, I've found that that's the best smoker for a brisket. Yeah, honestly, I haven't used the green egg. You know, I've seen them and I've I've, I've watched other people use them, but that's a little bit out of my price range. Um, so you know, I I got an offset char griller. Um, I've got um, a Weber Smoky Mountain too, and then also like. My last brisket I did, which was like a 12 pounder, I did on just a, a regular Weber uh, grill and uh, indirect grilling for a long time. It turned out real nice. 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 I, uh, I'm try- I think this year we are going to buy a, I'm going to buy a disc smoker that takes the discs, the pellet yep. discs. They have a tin shelf one. Cause the problem is, is I'm going to smoke ribs at my house and it's going to take two racks for my family, right? A rack for me and a rack for the family. (laughs) And maybe there's a couple left over for the, that three, two, three, four. That's a good rib, dude. That middle of the night rib. That's a good rib. And then go back to bed. Oh, (laughs) and then, uh, but, but then you get the neighbors. Then, so you inevitably you're going to smoke tin <laughs> racks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm never, I'm never not going to fire up the smoker and it not be, it'd be under 10 racks. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Those, uh, those pellet, those master built, I think the gravity smokers, um, are pretty popular right now. Yeah. The layman, how does this work? They drop in as the last one yeah. burns. Yeah. There's got a sleeve of them. They, they sit off to the side and they just, they, they put themselves in. What they, a they time know how to, to be do alive. It. You just dial up the smoke what you want. <laughs> Yeah, and then you just stick the the meat thermometer in, and it Bluetooths to my cell phone and lets me know what's happening out there. This, yeah. this guy, I can't this, wait to this competition. <laughs> this guy's on a level. <laughs> this guy's on a different level. Yeah, we, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know how he gets when he focuses on a singular thing. That is true. These, that these is people true. are in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Greg got a, got one question, Greg, real quick. Uh, so yeah. I'm looking at the uh, obviously the Patriot Pack here. I'm looking at this. You got the first strike. You got you got a fish and wild game seasoning in here. So yeah. so yeah. So like for 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 deer, I'm I'm a little bit bit of a deer hunter, and and my my family would mm-hmm. tell you otherwise. They they say I'm a deer watcher, but uh, anyhow, <laughs> I, I I occasionally yeah. get lucky enough to go with my father in law who shoots a deer, and 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 yeah. So, uh, that, is that what I would use on that? Because I'm I'm all about the 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 mm-hmm. different kind of meats as far as uh you know deer uh and 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 it and does kind of does that take away the gaminess to it is that is what do we you know i, I noticed that fish and wild game seasoning is that two different ones or the same one yeah that's the same one um and that's 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 my go-to if i'm doing you know salmon something you know some fish uh but also when i'm doing like venison uh maybe some you know bambi burgers or something like that um or a venison roast um also we've heard good feedback from others that use our fire in the hole, our all purpose spicy seasoning on their deer. Okay. If you like a little kick to it, um, they like to use that on that as well. Awesome. Man, that is awesome. So so the pretty much my my the Patriot pack is the well rounded starter pack here. I'm looking at it. it comes with one, two, three, four, six different uh seasonings and three sauces. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get yeah, you're gonna get everything except for our hot sauces uh in that uh in that package. Awesome. Man, that's in the mail today. Matter of fact, I'm I'm ordering it as we speak. 
That no, is awesome. I'm, a, I'm an, appreciate that. I'm an outdoorsman a bit myself, but I catch a lot more fish than I kill deer. What ca- what do yeah. we what do you got for fish? You got like a like a breading or a seasoning that I add to the breading or what are we doing for fish up here? Yeah, so that first strike th- uh, that um we just talked about is my go-to for my fish. You know, it's really good on salmon like if I do like a, a, a cold smoked salmon, I'll put that on there, let it go for a while, but yeah, because that um that first strike seasoning has a little hint of lemon to it. Uh it really helps it, you know, brings out um you know, the fish uh, flavor um, that I like at least. Um, so we've had some really good feedback on that, but yeah, you could, you can include that. Like if you're doing some sort of breading with uh, you know, your fish, you know, like here up in Wisconsin, we like to, you know, do our fish fries and stuff like that. You can certainly add that to your breading mixture uh, and give you a little bit, uh, a little bit more uh, flavor. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey man, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't, I could talk this barbecue all day and we could, we could go on and on about this, but, uh, I, I do, do want to ask you being from, uh, the Milwaukee area there. Now where you said you were right there in Northern Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. Just South, south Milwaukee. South of Milwaukee. Okay. All right. Yep. So we got Chris is in Northern Milwaukee here in South, but we got Milwaukee covered. <laughs> um, Eric is yeah, from parts yeah. unknown. He's like the mysterious Mr. X that floats <laughs> in with the mass that nobody's really quite sure about, but, uh, yeah. So, what? Tell me, uh, what do you think about the draft, man? What do you think about the pack? Yeah. So I, I can say that uh, my family does own season tickets, and we do make it up there quite a bit. Oh. Um, and we've been paying attention a little bit to what's been going on. Um, I will say, I I like the defensive picks in the first round. Um, I know we were looking for a wide receiver uh, for most fans, but for me, uh, I love defense and I think our offense will work no matter who we plug in there. So I was, I was very happy to shore up some of those pieces on the defense with some playmakers that come from a big time university who, who have won a championship and know how know what that looks like. Yeah. Not just that, like the, one of the best defenses of all time. I'll take two pieces off of that team, I guess. Hey, that that let me. There is a pipeline there. I saw the I saw the caption yesterday that said uh, the first time in in the history of the draft a team took three three players from the same college. Uh, you know, so there there is a there is a pipeline there. Uh, you know, I, I that's going to be interesting. You know, I I love the Stokes pick last year. So yeah, we took. Hey, and now. The show just got what thirty seven percent more. Thirty seven percent better instantly. Welcome, <laughs> John Shirley. Who yeah. me? Oh, you got the backwards hat. You're the cool guy. You were at the gym today, I assume. We got uh, we got our new best buddy in the whole wide world here, Greg Fisher. We've been talking to him about his barbecue business. How are you doing? Dry rub or wet rub? Uh, dry rubs. Yeah. All right. Nice. Okay. No further questions. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys barbecuing anything there in, in Denver today? Actually, I might hit up some barbecue later. There's a place down in Colorado Springs. I'll have to look up the name of it, but I usually hit that up every time I go. So I'll do a hike and then uh, earn earn some some calories so I can just get a couple. Uh, usually go chicken and then pulled pork sandwich. Oh, you can't, can't go wrong with the pulled pork. <laughs> no, I've never. I, I go pulled pork everywhere. When I, I used to travel to South Carolina and Spartanburg. They had some good pulled pork. Atlanta has some good pulled pork. Uh, you know, I don't know if they filled you in, but me living in Denver, I, I can't advertise too much good good food. I haven't seen too much pulled pork. There's a Brothers Barbecue out here. It's kind of a chain. It's not bad, but 
it's not the uh, South Carolina Atlanta barbecue that I'm used to. Right on. Now, I like a, a big spoonful of coleslaw on my pulled pork sandwich. Is coleslaw regional or is it the same everywhere? <laughs> Um, I would say it's regional, uh, depending on what kind of ingredients yeah. you use. Like again, like when you're going to, um, the Carolinas over there, they like to keep a little bit more simple, uh, vinegar based again, you know, slaw. Ah. Uh, but here in the Midwest, we like our, our mayonnaise yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you'll find it here. And I don't know, like down south, I don't know in Oklahoma. I'm not sure if there's much slaw that's going on. Oh, there, but, uh, you'll have to. Fill uh, me I'm in not going to lie. I beg to differ. There's plenty of slaw going on down okay. here, and and it is it is impressive. Okay. We like to, uh, yeah, definitely a little bit of. Uh, I, I'm more. Of, I'm I'm a I'm a Dukes fan, so we go with some Dukes and and some okay. salt and pepper and, and keep it simple. So that's pretty good. Mm. Pretty okay. good stuff. I've got some. I'm pretty fortunate around here to have a couple of couple of young ladies around here that make a pretty good coleslaw and i put it on a dadgum near everything so okay <laughs> anytime nice. there's some of that in the refrigerator it's going on uh you know <laughs> sometimes i put a little bit behind my ear if i'm having a bad day <laughs> <laughs> Can't hurt. like veruca salt and willy wonka <laughs> with your gum exactly right <laughs> exactly right <laughs> hey maybe you should go down to Go down to Wrigley and put some behind those. Oh, I knew. I, I knew. We're we're thirty seven yeah. minutes oh, into yeah. it. Okay, you I guys know, have one I, good they game. They waited until you got here. To, I knew that was coming. <laughs> they they have they oh, play. I figured the draft would have overshadowed it, but no, they I snuck it in. It's not even. It's not even on the list, John. I was going to ask you if I was going to ask you <laughs> if the Bucks can beat Boston because you're now the official NBA guy. But uh, I didn't even have Cubs on oh, the list. But yeah, nah. they do suck, don't they? I knew Brewer, Brewer Bob over there wouldn't let it slide by. He, he had to had to have say <laughs> has something to say. <laughs> the first time, first time all season, the Brewers score over three runs, and and it has to be against the Cubs. So <laughs> yep, it is. I mean, the baseball is it's it's Osama bin Laden dead. It's just not going over the wall. It's it. We're not barely getting base hits. These unders are coming in at an unbelievable rate. If you bet a hundred dollars on the under in every game in the past three weeks, you'd be up three thousand eight hundred dollars right now. Hey, I listen, I'm gonna- I, I'm I'm the naysayer of the deal, but I love the small ball. I love the um, I love the fact that it stays in the park. And and here's the thing: is it it you know it? I understand that that's not popular, and I understand that I'm in the minority and betting on the. I'm betting on the uh, on the no pass line, and everybody's boo to that guy. But I'm telling you, small ball is where it's at. I would love to see. I I, I love to see uh, the 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 bunts, and I, I love to see the 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 people manufacture runs the old fashioned way. Um, to me, that is baseball, and that's what's great about baseball. And and yep. I think that we get away from that, and and the lower level that you go, the more important that gets. But it seems like especially with 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 college and, and and MLB it just if you're not hitting home runs then everybody's everybody thinks it's crap and it's not there's some great things going on Chris it just doesn't sell tickets you're right it, I mean, it, doesn't, sell it tickets. doesn't sell tickets it sells tickets to old guys like me but there's only five <laughs> yeah. of us left so <laughs> right it, and that's where Craig count Craig Council's always going to succeed there. Oakland A's. Yep. I mean, that's their kind of th- that's that small market ball. That's what gives us a chance to get to the World Series. But hey, we hit six bombs yesterday. I mean, I'll be at the Cubs and they suck. But <laughs> Hendricks, Hendricks is due for 
He's due for a stinker every 10 starts. So. That is true. The, the, the professor will throw out a clunker the every now and then. The fact is, there's no t-shirt that says chicks dig the hit and run on a 2-1 count. Chicks dig the long ball. Oh, and, and there should be. There should be. Because honestly, I would buy it and I would wear it. Uh, I, no, I'm, I'm 100% with you. But to me, it's the great equalizer. And you hit the nail on the head, Chris. You, you, got, you literally have... The great equalizer is small ball between big market and small market teams mm-hmm. because you can buy all the home runs you want, but you can't manufacture runs and you can't play defense. You can't play baseball. You know, that 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 is the great equalizer. And that is why you have a a, a organization that has a uh you know Fort Knox as a salary cap and, and budget and 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 there's no, you know, and then you have uh, your 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 backyard the barbecue, if you will, that, that puts together a team and can compete on the same field because they play defense and small ball. That's 100% right. Milwaukee is burn pit barbecue and the Dodgers are freaking <laughs> Heinz. I mean, how do you compete with that? Right, yeah. That's a good point. I'll have to use that. <laughs> it is ironic that when they bring in the full-time DH, scoring tanks. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, we've, we've got a little bit of a learning curve with all the, the sticky... Yeah. Tack and, and all that. It's it's going to be another half season before people catch up. Uh, I my my prediction is after the All Star break, you'll see that explode. I think so too. And it's because uh, the I I believe again the grassy knoll theory. I believe that that the MLB did that to offset the the DH deal. I think they 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 de- dumbed oh. down the ball a little bit to to offset the DH. That's just me personally. But you watch. After the All-Star break, it will climb through the roof because there will there will be, one, an adjustment like John said, and two, the MLB will will, will have to adjust to the uh, under the low ticket under 27 crowd that loves the uh, yeah, home run. Yeah, they need runs. to look up from their phone and see a home run once in a while. <laughs> I, I'm, I understand. Greg, coming from a uh, uh, marine background, tell me about. Do you believe in that? Can you get down on a conspiracy theory like that? That MLB juices the ball, deadens it, and juices it as they want uh, ratings to come up and down. Still owns the shovel. Yeah, I can. Um, <laughs> I can get behind that. Having worked for the government, I've seen uh, uh, how it's they, real. yeah, how they man- manipulate things. Um, so yeah, I could definitely yeah. see a billion dollar organization <laughs> determining, helping determine outcome of what they want to have happen. God, that was a reference and a half, right? Wasn't absolutely. It? <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you do anything down in Miller Park? You know, you're the you're the grill guys. Miller Park, well, Amfam Field is grilling central. Amfam. It'll be mm-hmm. Miller Park as long yeah. as I live. <laughs> yep, yep. Do you uh, take the family down yeah, there and we, do, a um, big, uh, do a big tailgate? Um, yeah, we'll get together a few times a year and go down there. Um, and uh, so my, my my business pa- partner, Ben, he's uh, he's from Michigan. He's a big Detroit Tigers fan. Um, and his, his wife is a White Sox fan. So whenever those oh, wow. teams are in town, like we'll try and get together and do that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, so those two like to fight. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. A, that's a wild combo <laughs> yeah. on a Friday night. I feed yeah. some sauce to that and watch it unfold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so it's it's usually a good time. You know, we'll bust out the grills, we'll bust out the stuff, and we'll we'll go down there early as early as we can, and and uh, bring out the bags and you know grill up some brats and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's always a good time. I love it. I see. wow. D- Detroit and a White Sox fan. You don't find combinations like that on the meth aisle in Walmart. That is something special. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Wisconsin, Chris begs 
bags are cornhole. Cornhole. Yes, it's the same thing. They call them. They call it bag bags. here. Yep. Bags. And up down south, we call it cornhole. Mm-hmm. Wow. Bags. Yep. Bags. Yeah, but you got you. No, it's pronounced bags. <laughs> bags. E-A-G-S. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I said, you know, in general, yeah. as an idea, I don't know anymore. But as far as the bag, I guess. <laughs> I'm envisioning a Patriot Sports Burn Pit Barbecue tailgate situation this summer. I love I it. I think we, I think we, let's do it. We can make that happen. I think happen. we pick a game and we go and we grill. I think that's what we do. Oh, John, you weren't here Man. for this. They have a backyard barbecue competition. Oh, nice. Yeah, but John, it's me. Yeah, it's there's not, no avocado uh, or, toast there, mushrooms. though. <laughs> hey. Smoking of the tofu. Or plant-based <laughs> plant based steak. Hey, only one meal a day do I do. Do I eat like a millennial? The rest I eat <laughs> steak and potatoes. Yeah, so... So, you know, I'm not a big, my palate is more salty. So I go towards the, the vinegar versus the sweet. I don't mm-hmm. like sweet barbecue that much. Yeah. Um, you know, as I go, so I looked it up. I'm going to Rudy's, which is a barbecue place in Colorado Springs today. It seems to be very highly rated, four and a half stars on 7.6 thousand reviews. Now, when I walk in there, I, I'm not a big foodie the way these guys are. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't live to eat. So how would I go in and judge them? What's the, what's, if you go in there and you want to know what's their barbecue like, what's the mm-hmm. thing I need to order, and, and I'll do a little bit of an amateur review today, and I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know what, what, what we get. But how should I go in and judge this place? Yeah, I mean, when I'm first trying out a place, maybe, you know, first I'll, I'll if it's a good barbecue place, they're probably going to have a line <laughs> yeah. um, for people waiting. Um, and then I'll see what other people are taking, you know, what seems to be the go-to for, you know, maybe the the locals. Um, and if there's somebody friendly in line, maybe I'll talk to them. Hey, have you been here before? What would you recommend? Um, and if not, you know, you can always go to the basics. Like if they got some smoked sausage, uh, if they've got some ribs um, and, you know, pulled pork, you know, those are kind of some of the basics. But again, you're going to... Uh, Usually I'll look for some brisket too. If they got some brisket, <laughs> um, you know, no sauce, you know, just salt, pepper, uh, and smoke. Um, yeah, if they're over saucing it, that usually rec- for me, it, it means that, uh, maybe it doesn't taste too good. Um, but yeah, those kind are of some of the things. Bra of yeah. Barbecue salt. Yeah. I mean, I like, yeah, yeah. I like sauce on the side. Um, but you know, that's my, my preference. Um, I think that, uh, they sh- again, like we mentioned it before, let the meat speak for itself. Um, if it can do that, usually you have a good place. Craig's a purist. Okay. So the last time I went there, I'll paint you a picture. It's called Rudy's country store. So they okay. sell right. merch, which can't be bad. I mean, if, if you're right. good enough to have a Rudy's country store t-shirt that people want, and then there's a Disney, uh, line, you know, with, uh, the permanent good guardrails and stuff. And they mm-hmm. have the the ready made we're out sign that they they put up there, and they're usually out of brisket. So I'll try to get there. Yeah. Well, it'll be about it's, five, so we'll see. Yeah, so we'll um, <laughs> so you think I'm safe going uh, pulled pork and and maybe a little slab of brisket? Yeah, is it is it paid by the pound? I'm I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, look for some brisket. Look for the ribs. You know, again, I, I like sausage. So if they got smoked sausage, I'm always probably putting a little, a few slices on there. So those are kind of my. I was go-to. just gonna say yeah. that, Greg. Yeah, um, better get a hot link or a sausage yeah, on there. Yeah. yeah, 
you know, stuff, a couple pieces of bread, some, you know, pickles and uh, onions, and you got yourself a nice sandwich. Oh, yeah. Salt, pepper, <laughs> yeah. and smoke. The, the guy I go with is a big foodie, and <laughs> he doesn't leave there without spending 50 bucks. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> good barbecue. Quality barbecue yeah. is going to cost you. I, I, yeah. I hate to crush your dreams, John, but there's three of those. There's three of those around Oklahoma, and all of them are uh, State Fair Lemonade, bro. Yeah. I've got I've got four restaurants within ten miles of my house that would that 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 would just Mike Tyson on an airplane Rudy's barbecue. <laughs> just saying, that's that's fair. That's fair. Start with bad bread. Yeah, absolutely. I've got that, one up the street that, that is phenomenal. And 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 it, 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 I, literally, when Chris came here, we went. Uh, I mean, at Bad Brad's, Earl's, anything that's named after, a, a, you know, a, a, some just just one name, it's, it's got to be good. If you can get gas there, it's usually pretty good too. <laughs> so, no, yeah. man, uh, you, yeah, that that is right on, man. I've always heard that if you go to a barbecue place and they let you try it or whatever, and there's no sauce on it, that's how you know it's quality because the sauce, the sauce can hide. The sauce can yeah. hide a lot. So I, I, I'm going to get a shirt printed up. says, let the meat speak Absolutely. for itself. <laughs> let the meat speak for itself and salt, pepper, smoke. Just a black shirt with salt, pepper, smoke on the front. I want it. That's Gotta right. Have it. I like it. I'll put that on the website today. I can get that done. <laughs> I've got quite a quite a mailing list coming in <laughs> yeah. next to my Orioles gear. I've got uh, I've got <laughs> I'm working into every show next to my Orioles gear. I've got that coming. That and the Patriot Pack. We mm. covered John. We covered this Patriot Pack. He's got on sale right now that gives you a little bit of everything. The name instantly drew my attention, and then he went ahead and threw it on sale for us. He didn't even have to. <laughs> the guy put it on sale for us because of today's nice. show. Nice. I like it. A little bit of everything. Yep. Nice. Yeah. He knew you I was coming. Got everything but your hot sauce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got everything you need. Yeah. He, he had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. So, John, let's shoehorn awesome. a little sports in here. Are the Bucks going to be Boston? I put $10 American on the Bucks in seven at nine to one because I think this series goes all the way to seven. So, there's a couple matchups here that I like. You know, Middleton out just kind of seemed to enrage the rest mm-hmm. of the team. And, you know, you hear Giannis is passing more, which somehow makes him better. And that's kind of dangerous. Uh, the, the matchup I like is Marcus Smart. And Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's got a chip on his shoulder because Marcus Smart got the defensive oh, player. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a matchup. And so I I really like this matchup because they're two really hungry teams. You know, Milwaukee's almost kind of like the White Sox in Chicago where it's the they won the championship and people still don't talk about them very much. And so they have that chip on their shoulder, which is very rare for a returning champ. And so I'll be tuned in. I, Boston's really good. They've been hot for a long time. They're such a well-run organization. They've been there. Um, Tatum is so good. Uh, I like the matchups. And, and the thing about Milwaukee that makes them unique is having the Greek freak. And it's I'm, I'm interested to see how they defensively match up. And I think Coach Smith was talking. Uh, he shed some insight in our last podcast and, and how defensive schemes really catch up in the playoffs because coaches have the time mm-hmm. to sit down and really invest and so I'll, I mean, Billy Donovan didn't, but <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what the Celtics do. And I'm, I'm excited to see how the Celtics match up against them defensively. But I, I got to go with the Celtics just because they've been playing so well and just because Middleton is out. But I wouldn't be shocked if Milwaukee pulled it out in seven. 
Good. I feel good about it. I feel good about it. I've only been to Pfizer for the monster trucks. I took my daughter there. It was awesome. We got to walk around sort of in the belly of the arena and see the door to the locker rooms, not the actual locker rooms. Have you been to Pfizer yet, Greg? That place is awesome. Um, yeah, a few times. So before I, you know, before I quit my job and did this thing, the organization that I work for rented it out a few times for their, you know, sessions, like when they're doing like company meetings and stuff. So I had the opportunity to be there for that, those kinds of things. But I'm a big MMA, MMA guy too. So, um, I went to a few MMA, uh, matches when they, they were here, um, and, uh, enjoyed it. Um, I think the, I think the hallways are a little kind of small, um, for my liking. I like big space. I don't like the touch people i guess but yeah. uh, you know when you're doing those types of events there's a lot of people there so yeah that's true man that is that that's awesome hey uh john i like the i like the uh the the smart take on that um you know i got to watch a lot of marcus smart here being as he he he, he was a poke and the guy is is masterful at defense but what you're saying carries a ton of traction nationally i know the whole uh defensive MB, mvp uh argument so that that matchup that you're talking about is really going to be one to watch. Um, yeah. I'm a smart fan. A lot of people don't like him, um, but 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 I love the guy because he is he does all of the intangibles and dirty work that that usually you don't get. And 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 then of course Greg comes in and and, and goes ahead and throws a little grenade on us with the MMA stuff. Man, I got to know who's your guy. Who's your guy? Who's your MMA guy? <laughs> I'm trying to find a fight tonight that yeah, you can okay. give me a winner for right now. <laughs> we we absolutely watch the MMA a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my favorite one right now. Yeah. I, I mean, Patty the Batty, right? Um, oh, you know. man, you got to love that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's one of us. Yeah. Patty yeah, the Batty. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just love his style and like he's kind of like uh, the underdog because he's not refined. He's not like one of his big guys been doing for a long time and but he comes in there, he gets the job done and he takes it on the chin and moves on. <laughs> and he also likes to eat, you know, he doesn't yes. like to- <laughs> Yes, the guy cracked yeah. open a large pizza in the post yes, post press did. conference, John. Last fight. He wins the fight, comes in, literally box in hand, flips it open, and just goes to town on this Casual large pizza while they're interviewing. Him. That's amazing. It's and like at the John end of Daly it, level of yes. I don't oh, care about yeah. my body. Hey, this guy gains between 30 and 40 pounds between every fight and then loses it, goes in and fights. He, there hasn't been a guy like him since Roy big country. Uh, mm. you know, that the, the guy and he, and he <laughs> looks like, I mean, he looks like a kid. He looks like he's yeah, 21 he years old and in phenomenal mm. shape when he comes to fight. And he yeah. just, I mean, we love that guy here at, at the house. Anytime that you get a press conference with this guy, get a chance <laughs> today, John, and, and you got a, a couple minutes to kill. Google Patty the Batty, and 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 he man, he's phenomenal. He he gives great press conferences. So yeah. is uh, I don't want to confuse people. Is this the guy from like middle of nowhere USA? Uh, the one that was talking about? Okay, that's somebody else. No, right. no. I don't know MMA. No, this guy Who's is this is guy? actually from 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 England, right? Okay. Did, I, did I get that right? He's from England. He has an English accent, and, it, and you mm-hmm. would think by hearing him talk, you would think he would. He was really prim and proper, but he is not. And 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 he looks like a surf dude that you would find that he looks like Jeff Spicoli. There you go. Do you even know who that is from the producer? John knows who Jeff. Yeah, I'll find him. I'll I'll get us a picture up really quick. Hey, I I love Jeff Spicoli. Do you you roll anywhere here in Milwaukee? Do you? 
do you wrestle or yeah so i train yeah i I train jujitsu uh and judo um at nova gyms in oak creek nice yeah what about you well i can tell you greg i just put oil on and watch professional wrestling that's all i do (laughs) (laughs) i I wrestle i wrestled most of most of my uh adolescence and uh but I'm old now and I don't, I, I, I could probably get into a gym and still roll around a little bit for about five minutes and then uh, t- six months of a chiropractor maybe. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a great sport. It. Yeah. Uh, my, my son wrestles, um, as well and, uh, help coach him a little bit too, but yeah, I, I wrestled growing up. So, um, yeah, I definitely advocate for, you know, some sort of, uh, mixed martial arts wrestling, uh, as a way to, you know, just learn how to use your body. And also, you know, if you get into a situation, you, you might need to use it. So a uh, nice. huge advocate. Yeah. We're a wrestling family. Me and my wife, we met at the nationals finals. Okay. Uh, when they were down in Oklahoma city. Yeah. Uh, my wife is a bigger wrestling. You fan should than see her watching the tournament. Together. over. I, and here. I'm not it, joking. It serious business. Yeah. It's, it's intense. It's an event. It's intense. So we take, I mean, we take time off work. We get yeah. the TVs all lined up in the living room so every mat can be on and we can still have the computer on like the multi-mat so we can know where we're going. She's a huge Iowa fan. She went to Iowa, okay. uh, Northern Iowa, and they're in the Big 12 now. So yeah. so now they're wrestling uh, Oklahoma State and and then Air Force. All those guys came over to the Big 12. And yeah, a big wrestling family and we love it. And it absolutely does. The, it, it teaches not just competitiveness, but it, but it teaches commitment. Right? Mm-hmm. You hire a wrestler or a veteran, you're going to be all right. Yeah. I mean, look I, at I, how I, many yeah, wrestlers went, uh, you know, in the draft recently. Didn't that center from uh, Iowa? Wasn't he a wrestler yeah. in high school and stuff? They and, showed his highlights. Yeah. He's a beast. Yeah. I and mean, then you got Oklahoma state and they put out a lot of MMA guys. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma state, Missouri, um, you know, Really mm-hmm. good wrestling pedigree, then translates well into uh, MMA. Yeah, really tough couple, culture. As mm-hmm. a non wrestler, I would say there are two warning labels everybody should have mm-hmm. before they get Call into a fight. Ear. It's I'm a black belt, or I used to wrestle. I wouldn't <laughs> wrestle, or you see those you see those fucked up ears. You turn around and walk away. Maybe you apologize. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad yeah. was a state wrestler in Illinois back in the '70s, and I tussled with him once playfully. Just like, hey, dad, like jabbed him in the ribs or something. And it it was just like, where did my body go? I'm like <laughs> arm behind my head. Human like, pretzel. Gosh. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, don't fight wrestlers. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Never. There's football tough. And then there's like, uh, I've got a little bit of an edge and I've got a gear nobody else has wrestler tough. Those are I the, like to get punched yeah. in the face. So good luck. <laughs> <laughs> And the, 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 who you really don't want to fight are redheaded wrestlers because it is like scientifically proven that redheads don't feel we don't, pain the same way. We don't way feel pain as much. And we've been picked on since we were this big back when you could, back when you could pick on kids. So we're tough. Yep. <laughs> we got a couple yeah. uh, MMA fights tonight. We've got uh, Andre Olavsky versus Jake Collier and Rob Fant versus Marlon Vera. I've never heard of any of these four men. Well, first off, I'll tell you, Andre Arlovsky is 752 years okay. old. <laughs> Andre yeah. Arlovsky was fighting MMA when I was a kid, and that's yeah. been a he couple be of moons a- ago. So I will. Chris, t- I think Andrew Arlovsky fought in one of the one of the tournaments. I, I I'm telling you, he when was he was in really the, young. When when it's like it's like uh, what is it? Uh, that can't is that a um, UFC sanctioned event? Uh, UFC Fight Night, yes, yeah. in Las Vegas. Well, I'm telling Nevada. you right now, he was. 
they're on like UFC 246 or whatever, and he was in the he was in the first uh, teens. He oh. was in the teens of UFC production. That's how old that well, guy Jake is. Jake Collier by KO, TKO, or DQ is plus 425. That sounds like a good bet if this guy's 100 well, I, years old. As old as he is, he doesn't get knocked oh, out. Okay. So, so, so I will tell you, that's why he's been there that long. He doesn't, they, they can't put the lights out on that guy. So, so I don't know that he's I would. He's a mammoth of a man. I would not. He's a big I mean, man. there's a reason he's been there that long, and it's because he usually goes okay, the distance. I'm going to go Collier by points plus 250, and then I'm going to sprinkle draw at 66 to 1. That's what, that's how I'm going to uh, play that. There you go. There you go. I will tell you, he has some cool teeth. He does. He's missing his front two, but he's got some fang thing going on that's pretty cool. Arlovsky's kind of an old – he's kind of the old guy that lives down the street that nobody wants to deal with. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so he can <laughs> he can hang around for the whole fight. Yeah, then I like points. All right. Oh, my God. We've been here for an hour. Greg, you said you had to be out of here at a certain time. I'm sure we're keeping you from smoking and grilling and uh, saucing up some meats for the community. So I don't want to do that too much longer. We definitely want to have you back. Um, if we could get Ben with you, too, that'd be awesome. Uh, I, I foresee a real friendship yeah, blooming yeah, here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, we would appreciate that. And, and uh, you know, Ben, he just quit his job. So he's going to be full time in the business here in a few weeks. Uh, so, yeah, we'd. You know, I'm sure he'd love to be on and talk, talk Lions football because he's a Lions Perfect. fan. And oh, the uh, fighting talk. Dan Campbells. We got a lot to talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah. there. He's, he's also a hockey guy too. So um, even better, even yeah. better. You're gonna have to name one of your sandwiches the kneecap because yeah. you bite yeah. the kneecap. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. No, that's yeah. So uh, he's hockey. Like his his wife is a Blackhawks fan, and he's a he's a Red Wings. Boy, fan. they are so just at odds. There's an interesting sports dynamic. <laughs> that that is. <laughs> That's the oil and water going on over there. Well, thank you, Greg, for joining us. Thank you, people, for listening. Yeah. Is there, uh, we can find you at Burn Pit Barbecue on the social medias. Let's all have ourselves the rest of a weekend. Chris, kick the outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media, like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.